0: Hello and welcome to the Mindful Moment podcast with me, Pastor Nick Farr. I'm the online campus pastor for Pantano Christian Church and I'm recording from Tucson, Arizona. Mindful moments are designed to help all of us slow down and spend some time with Jesus. Listen, I get it, life is busy, our minds are busy and the devil's biggest tool is distraction. Join me as we intentionally choose to take captive these next moments and refocus ourselves on Jesus. Today's Mindful Moment is from Galatians 1, 6 through 6-10. Having grown up reading the NIV translation of the Bible, I like to explore other translations for my personal time with God. I'll be using a new-to-me translation that I discovered in the Bible app on my phone. It's called the Passion Translation. Let's dive into Galatians chapter 1 together. I am shocked over how quickly you have strayed away from the one Who called you in the grace of Christ? I'm frankly astounded that you now embrace a distorted gospel. That is a fake gospel that is simply not true. There is only one gospel, the gospel of the Messiah. Yet you have allowed those who mingle law with grace to confuse you with lies. Anyone who comes to you with a different message than the grace gospel that you have received will have the curse of God come upon them. For even if we or an angel appeared before you to give you a different gospel than what we had already proclaimed, God's curse will be upon them. I will make it clear. Anyone, no matter who they are, that brings you a different gospel than the grace gospel that you have received, let them be condemned and cursed. I'm obviously not trying to flatter you or water down my message to be popular with men, but my supreme passion is to please God. For if all I attempt to do is please people, I would not be the true servant of the Messiah. Galatians 1, 6-10, the Passion Translation. So here's my question for today. What is this distorted gospel that Paul is talking about here? He says distorted gospel. What is that exactly? Well, when this was written, we know for sure it's those who, as Paul says, mingle Jewish law and Jesus's grace together. They they mingle law and grace together. And that's the distorted gospel that Paul is talking about here. And at this point, we don't know who these people are, but we do know that they are teaching a different version of following Jesus than Paul had just taught them. Paul has now moved on and is getting reports of this distorted gospel being followed by the folks in Galatia. So he writes a letter and he sends it to this church right away. I think it's interesting to note here that when Paul writes a letter, he normally starts out with thanksgiving and then goes on to praise the intended audience. But he doesn't do this in his letter to the Galatians. He dives right in to correcting what he perceives as a very serious issue. Another interesting point here is that Paul uses the word deserting, and this isn't talking about like, you know, getting desserts or anything like that. This is uh, related in the original Greek language to like a military revolt or a change of attitude. This is a colorful word for Paul to use, and it's very intentional. And the way that he's using this word here clearly indicates that this change, this following of the distorted gospel was because they were choosing to do so. What Paul's doing here is he's pushing them to take accountability for their actions. In other words, following this fake gospel is like leaving Jesus altogether. It's like deserting Jesus and Christianity. Their only hope now is that their desertion of faith could be stopped before it's done. But again, I come back to this question. What is the distorted gospel that Paul is talking about? He says it's the mingling of law and grace. But what's that mean for us? What does what this distorted gospel, the mingling of law and grace, what's that mean for us today? As we follow Jesus, I believe it's difficult for us to trust in God's grace fully. Grace is an undeserved gift, and it's one that Jesus offers to us all. It's actually what saves us and allows us to have a right relationship with God. This type of grace only comes through Jesus. But it's hard for us to wrap our minds around. I think we really have difficulty with trusting in God's grace fully. You know, I think for most of us, and and for the most part, we can kind of wrap our minds around the fact that God forgives our past sins and shows grace to us for our past mistakes. But what about now? Or what about the things that we do in the future? What about the things that we just can't shake, the things that we can't get over? Those, those issues that we keep struggling with time and time and time again. I think this is the heart of our problem. Surely God withholds grace for those things that we continually struggle with. I mean, let's say that we are struggling with gossip or with pride or with misspending money and not being a good steward or with pornography or with lustful thoughts or whatever. What happens after we pray 150 or 1,000 different prayers asking God to forgive us for those things? Yes, we may be fighting to try to stop them, but, but surely God, after a while, treats those prayers for forgiveness differently than he did the very first time we struggled with that. And I think this is where we struggle with God's grace for us because we think surely God withholds grace for these things or at least treats them differently than he did the first couple times we struggled with it. And so we tell ourselves that we've got to get back onto God's good side. So we craft these things that we can do to try to make God love us more or more likely to show grace after praying the same prayer a million times. But this is so dangerous, and this is partly what Paul is talking about here. Paul says that if we buy into this lie, we are deserting Jesus and all of the things that make us Christians. But why? Why is this so serious? When we try to earn favor with God, or when we try to influence God to do things for us, then what we're really saying is, is that God isn't God, and we're really the ones with the power. We're really the ones calling the shots, because I can affect my own salvation by getting God to love me more, or influencing God to show different levels of forgiveness, or different favor, I can change things. I can influence the Almighty. I can manipulate God into doing what I want or need Him to do. We think that our actions are more powerful than God's free gift of grace. This is dangerous. What the Galatians were doing here was listening to those saying that in order to follow Christ well and be the best followers of Jesus that they could be, they needed to add activities that the Jews had special value for, things like circumcision and festivals and and rules and so forth. Paul said that's not what Jesus was about. Later on, Paul says that they were called to live free lives, empowered. By the grace of Jesus. The grace of Jesus. That's the gospel. So I ask you this question, what false gospel, what distorted gospel are you following now? What things are you adding to your faith or things that others have added to your faith that you're struggling with? What are those things that you are doing to make yourself more presentable to God? What are you doing to try and make God love you more? We need to seek out those things. And we need to run as fast as we can from them. These are dangerous things. They're the distorted gospel that Paul is talking about. We are to add nothing to the gospel of Jesus. We are to add nothing. This is important. Here's the truth. We can do nothing to make God love us more or less than he already does. God loves us fully. Let me say that again. You can do nothing to make God love you more or less than he already does. God loves you fully. Grace and salvation are only conditional on one thing accepting Jesus for who he is and what he's done for us. As we grow towards Jesus, our actions will naturally change. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, this doesn't mean that we're free to do whatever we want. No, we have choices to make, and we need to make those choices. And as we get closer to Jesus, our lives should begin to look different. And things that we used to do or things that we used to struggle with will be different. Because Jesus is in our lives and the Holy Spirit is transforming us. But we can do nothing to make God love us more or less than he already does. Because God loves us fully. Jesus does the saving. I love this verse in Romans 5.8. But Christ proved God's passionate love for us by dying in our place. And here's the key while we were still lost and ungodly. And that was from the Passion Translation. Maybe you learned this verse or heard it first in the NIV. Let me read it from there. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. Again, here's the key while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners while we were still lost and ungodly. In the midst of our sin, past, present, and future, Jesus saw that. Jesus saw us. He sees us, and he will see us in our sin. And he still chose to die for me. He still chose to die for you. What are you doing to try to make God love you more? I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you would you pray with me? Holy Spirit, give us clarity. Give us clarity to see our actions that aren't from you, those things that we are trying to do to influence you. Help us to see those things clearly so we can run from them. And Jesus, give us the courage to turn them over to you and the confidence to know deeply how good you are and how vast your grace and love is. We thank you, Jesus, that while we were still lost, in the midst of our sinning, you died for us. Thank you for that passionate love. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. Again, my name is Pastor Nick Farr, and I'm the online campus pastor. For Pantano Christian Church, I would love for you to join us this Sunday, wherever you're from in the world, as we broadcast from our East Campus location. We're going to be live at 9, 11, and 1 p.m. Arizona time. You can check those times in your local time zone if you visit www.pantano.online. That is pantano.online, P-A-N-T-A-N-O dot online and you can get our service times in your local time zone. We'll be live. We'll have chat hosts there. We're going to have great music and an awesome message that is relevant to today's world. I would love to see you there. Have a great day.